Uh, Parker, where are we at on time? <laughs> like over an hour. Already? Yep. Fuck. Yeah, just cut out a bunch of news. Oh, not I all hate that. Doing not, that because the news is actually really good. Yeah, but all, but some of that news wasn't really didn't really lead that much. Right, well, we'll like you can cut out some of it. Definitely leave this in though. He, uh, we, 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 we talk almost entirely in Simpsons references. Yeah, you were which saying. is very. Well, that's confusing. how you keep the relationship grounded. Yeah, like yep. you don't want to get into personal stuff. Or next, you're um, going to be going to his kid's soccer game. He's going to be talking about you moving in, and it's just you don't want to go down that road. Um, he has, He'll be getting a sister wife's house. Oh right. boy, he has. Uh, he has listened to the podcast, uh, one episode, and his reaction was uh, the following: Man, he came up to me. He's like, "Man, I checked out your podcast." Really overproduced. <laughs> like, really? He's like, overproduced? Yeah, he's like, it sounds really good for something that's being shouted into the void that no one's listening to. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I oh. guess. I'm like, well, hey. Yeah, th- I guess the production doesn't match, like, like the level of audienceship. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, with, the, with this few audience, we should definitely be recording, like, on... Like webcam mics. Yeah, we should be skyping this shit. We, <laughs> we shouldn't should even just, be leaving. We should our just own. be live tweet. We should just be like putting this up on Twitch and then be like, we just talk about it unedited. If you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, you don't. It's fine. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But instead, no, this eats up like hours of all of our time. Well, me and Parker. So how much time do you put into this? <laughs> how much time were we here every two, every two, every two, every two weeks? <laughs> okay, so hours. Hours. Hey, I help with the episode titles. You sometimes <laughs> when I'm asked. <laughs> when you're asked, and then and then I give them to Parker, and he makes them better. Yeah, well, <laughs> he almost whatever. always I, when when they when when I put up the uh, the episode into the Dropbox, I'm like, call it this, and he's like, okay. And then I and then Monday morning I wake up and I look and I'm like, oh, oh, that's better. <laughs> he changes it, and that's usually better, and then I like that. Well, you know the. Uh I, I struggled with how to how to do the 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 edge of tomorrow the Groundhog Day one because it is like when you would say it it'd be forty k but like when you when it's written it's forty thousand yeah you gotta like, do it forty thousand yeah I didn't know like I didn't know which I one also appreciated that you put an explanation like a, a link to the uh, to the Warhammer forty thousand Wikipedia yeah. for <laughs> for almost all of our listeners who were like what the hell is yeah. Warhammer forty thousand <laughs> oh please there's got to be at least one out of two of them that know. Oh no! I'm sure there's. I mean, a there's couple. two listeners, <laughs> and I'm saying one I'm of saying them. One of one the of two them of them knows probably, what it is. Probably yeah. knows. If they, listen, if they're listening to us every week, they do not have much of a life. <laughs> you know, they're spending that extra time on like Warhammer right. and Magic: The Gathering, and no, oh, I'm talking about myself right now. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's essentially okay. you. Oh, this was a revelation I didn't want to have. Oh. Anyway, let's do things. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome down to the critic. I have friends. A podcast where each week we talk about movies and Matt's friends and his girlfriend. Hey, she's real. <laughs> she's not fake. I've met her. She's I've very seen pleasant. her. <laughs> she's she's around. I she mean, does have a lot of cats. <laughs> not Ooh, that many. I think she might love more than me. Well, yeah, my <laughs> wife loves our cats more than me. Yeah, you know. Oh God, I'm becoming stressed. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. That's, that's good. pretty much. I'm awake. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm could, fine. I mean, fine. It's cool. It could it could be worse. I mean, I don't really know how at the moment, but <laughs> uh, 
I mean, it, it should be. I've managed to eke out an existence right. where you do the next half yeah. hour of the show, and I'm going to put my head between my legs <laughs> and uh, I'm going to figure some things out. You want to get a paper bag to breathe in? You're going to be, be nice. all right. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, this week's episode, or this week's movie, rather, is How to Train Your Dragon Two, or as we're going to start calling it, How Two. two. Train your two, number two. Hey guys, come guys. on, DreamWorks, get your act together. Guys, I think we found our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> and the two has a, has a face on it, and it's making a snarky look like the DreamWorks post. It's toothless. It's toothless, and he's like kind of looking like. He's, he's oh, toothless him. is making a two out of his body. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> but then he's like, giving like that sly like. <laughs> DreamWorks is, 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 exactly. Exactly. I'm Guys, a little naughty. Dude, that's the best trope that. Why I, didn't once wh- I discovered that I was like, what? <laughs> we need to post that. On yeah, the, that's on perfect. The All right. Well, before we get into that, let's get into some news. Well, Chris, I, uh, we just have to have a moment of silence, and I'm very Uh-oh. sorry if you, if you didn't hear about this yet. But Probably not. I've been busy this week. This week's been crazy. Eli Wallach died at 98 from Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. No! Yeah. No, the guy who plays Tuco. Yep. Oh, oh. Tuco. So I'm Dude, very, he was a great actor. Yeah, yeah. Just, so just a really, a like... A 60-year career <laughs> yeah, in his nearly 100 years on Earth. Let's not be... Too upset here. I mean, I know. I get it. Yeah, the man, good, was, no, the man but was old. Man it's still, yeah. still, like, it's still <sighs> sad to see. He should live forever. All the people all right, I love. Off, should first live off, this man in in the good and the bad, the ugly. He is wor- he is acting against uh, uh, Lee Van Cleef mm-hmm. and Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. and still somehow manages to have the most badass line <laughs> in that movie against <laughs> Lee ridiculous. Van Cleef. <laughs> the line is he's, he's sitting in the tub, in, in, in a tub. He's taking a bath in the middle of a war zone, <laughs> and a bounty hunter has found him, and he's explaining to him why he's going to kill him in the middle of his speech. Tuco pulls his pistol out of the water and fires off four shots and goes, if you're going to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. <laughs> That's it's like, great. It's like almost like a, a meta statement for every time uh-huh. any yeah. antagonist does that in a yeah, movie. Yeah, he's, he's like, the dude's in mid, the mid-speech, and he just pulls, boom, kills him. <laughs> it's <just> so <laughs> badass. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, really, I'm really upset so about he this. So he was, he, uh, just a quick recap of his life, he actually had a stint in the Army during World War II, serving five years in the Medical Corps, and he r- rose to captain. Um, and he returned home and pretty much soon after became an actor. Really? Wow. Yep. I, did, I did not know that. He was on Broadway for a bit, and then he did a lot of Westerns, Magnificent Seven. He also did, uh, did the Misfits. Thre- th- three Amigos, if I'm three not mistaken. Am- <laughs> yes. He was in Three Amigos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's and great. Then, uh, yeah, and then just a whole bunch of How the West Was Won. Yep, yep. And some other things, and a lot of TV and, and, and other things. But then... Uh, he also uh, did Mystic River. He had mm-hmm. a, a role on that, and some some you some other uh, the Ghost Rider that Eth- that Ewan McGregor m- movie, it's a thriller, and the uh, Wall Street that that re that's kind of pseudo sequel. Uh, but okay. yeah, so did did some stuff later in his life. But you know, li- you know, very robust career. So Absolutely, I, I mainly know him, him from his western films. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But man, that's uh, that's that's a bummer. Yeah, but you know, like Matt said, he did live a long life. So oh, yeah, we yeah, honor yeah. you, Eli Wallach. That's right. Yeah. Come on. Once once you're over ninety, we're not going to mourn for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We can still <laughs> celebrate his life. Yeah, let's oh, celebrate, celebrate his career. Fine. I'm just saying, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna shed, not, not gonna shed a tear for you, buddy. Okay, I'll, I'll I, I don't know if you tonight. noticed, we're not shedding tears either. I don't know. I saw, I saw a little <laughs> twinkle in Chris's eye. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm going to splice in a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna waste. All that I'm time saying there. is, I'll splice in a moment once, of silence after the fact. Once I'm 90, don't worry about me. If I die, <laughs> no, Matt, I'm not worried about you now. Don't bury my body. Just throw me in the trash. <laughs> throw me in the trash. <laughs> Dennis, Deandra, <laughs> what have I always told you? Once I'm dead, don't bury me. <laughs> Just throw me in the trash. All right, so now uh, the rest of the news falls under um, a couple of categories that we've Uh-oh. been seeing a lot of. Uh-oh. We got uh, some reboots Woo! to talk about. Uh, probably, well, what would Hollywood probably be unnecessary with... reboots. What like... would Hollywood be without <laughs> reboots? <laughs> we got... Um, an up and coming director aiming to direct a like so we've never heard of him. Okay, so nobody at aiming to redirect War Games remake. What? <laughs> so if you're oh, unfamiliar with, God, the, with, with no. the with the movie War Games, it is a movie um, from the '80s starring yes. Matthew Broderick. Yep. Uh, who is a gamer? That that big video game. Does this mean we're going to get a reboot of the last Starfighter as well? well? Here's the thing: War Games worked because it was when video games were new. Yeah, video like, games were really, really almost novelty at that point. Yes. And you had a lot of video game esque movies. Right. You had Last Starfighter. Right. You had Tron. Right. This was kind of a, a thing. Yes. And so the the idea that a, that a kid could like. Be playing a video game and and then you know he thinks he's playing a video game but he's accidentally hacked into like the global defense system or the United States defense system and inadvertently plays a game <laughs> called thermonuclear war <laughs> and yep. uh, starts a countdown <laughs> of a of a nuclear uh, you know war and uh the, you know there's of course there's like an ai involved this is in the 80s when there's when like, ai when was like running the, rampant <laughs> when the, terminator this this <laughs> giant room-sized computer has like like one kilobyte of ram <laughs> and somehow and that's it's enough to, to be like a, the a human intelligence <laughs> so uh but uh anyway you know uh spoiler alert uh matthew broderick tricks sort of tricks the rope the the computer into because um, the computer has said, you know, oh, but I, you know, I need to do this. It's become sentient, and it decides it needs to blow up everything. And so uh, Matthew Broderick challenges him to a game of tic tac toe, yep. to which the computer realizes that the only way to win tic tac toe is to not play because it keeps they keep r- getting a stalemate over and over and over. Right, because right. if you play it right, it's always if you a play it right, always it's always stalemate. a stalemate, and so. So the computer decides, oh, the only way to win is to not play. And so he decides to not destroy all the wor- the world in thermonuclear. Way to ruin war games for me. <laughs> I was holding out. I was waiting. But uh, so we're talking about a movie that, like, y- how are you going to do it now? Like, what yeah, is some exactly. kid going to be playing Call of Duty and he's going to be World like, of Warcraft? Oh, oh there whoa. was already a movie like this <laughs> recently with Gerard Butler, but it's not. It's right. Not- Similar gamer in, in terms of a, in right. terms of a game video game reference, yeah. but but like I don't know how you're going to do war games where a kid breaks into the the defense system, like especially because <laughs> ga- like does the term gamer really mean anything anymore? Where everybody like I don't know anyone it's who worst, doesn't play the, video right. games. It's the worst term ever. Like we can all agree, like 
Like, stop saying it. Like, yeah. oh, get your gamer. My, oh, my, get your gamer Doritos. Oh, get your gamer fuel. Well, it's a subculture. It's, but, but, but it's but not, it's not anymore. It's a it's marketable subculture. A marketable subculture, yeah. It's just every person. Like, my own mother plays video games <laughs> right. on, like, her iPhone. Yeah. Like, everybody plays video yeah, games. Yeah, but just, does your mom sit in her basement for hours upon end with Yeah, but I don't know too many people who do that Dew. anymore. Yeah, like, you're, that's because is, you're not... 16. That's, I guess that's but like, true. But, like, if you're 16, like, you know... Who cares what you think if you're 16? Just, just stop. You're just oh. spending your parents' money. Yeah. Well, that oh. doesn't matter to the companies that's that are also marketing true. towards you. Still, this is a dumb idea. It right. should not that's happen. a terrible idea. Again. I mean, the, 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 the idea of playing a video game on a computer and accidentally breaking into the you know the defense system the military you know whatever like is is an 80s concept that's a very 80s concept like you you shouldn't even like unless this kid is setting out to hack into it there's no way there's you no can way believe you're you do. accidentally <laughs> oh, right. whoops Again, Whoops, this, I accidentally this is in the that. internet when nobody <laughs> or the, the, this was a day in the age when like the internet was basically magic and nobody understood <laughs> how to use it and everybody was terrified of computers right and hollywood could be like oh then we can get away with yeah, we anything can do anything we want so um, yeah well we're not the worst idea we'll see ever. what happens uh and also he had another yet unnecessary reboot we're looking at a, another reboot of predator <sighs> okay hold on now let me intercept here okay because I'm going to throw Shane, down here. I know it's Shane Black. I was going to say that. I don't no, know no, why you're interrupting no, me to tell me what I was no. going to say. Okay, well, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. That Shane Black, <laughs> who who is great, and obviously we know him great. from Lethal Weapon and Iron Man 3. But kiss, kiss, do, bang, bang. And, right. But do we need a Predator's reboot? No, Predator we don't. Reboot, which is why not. Shane Black came out and said this. Initial reports were that Black would be making a reboot of Predator, but the director said to the contrary that this was not the case. Why oh. start over when you have all this rich mythology yet to mine, he said. So it's not... Okay, so it's, it's going it's to be, not to be, be a, a, reboot. Which, a sequel. Which, which the, the, thing, the thing that got people upset is that they thought, like, yeah, they were going to do a true, tried-and-true reboot. Right. Where you oh, just, like a hard-cut reboot. A hard reboot where it's like you ignore everything that came before. Right, right. But with Predator, it's not necessary. No, not at all. Because every story can be completely self-contained. True. Which is inevitably what they're doing. I was about to so. say, because, I mean... Let, I so mean, they're just going to build on what right. they have. Right. Because the, the first Predator movie, in my opinion, is still the best. Yes. Um... But none so, of them are bad. None so, of them are bad. None so of them this, are bad. So this well, is Alien versus Predator. If no, we wanna, I don't count those. Oh, we don't count those. Movies. We're not counting those. I don't count You're those right. as Predator None movies. of the Predator movies are bad yeah. if we don't count those. <laughs> but, I mean, you should count those. Uh, I don't I want guarantee to that, I guarantee that, that they will draw from some of the mythology that is in, oh, presented yeah, in sure. Alien versus Predator. Well, not if it takes place. Oh, the Predators wait. didn't. I don't think Predators acknowledge I'm that sure any that of that you, stuff. Have happened. you watched them? I haven't watched them, but I'm sure that there's something I've in there that they ca- that they I, carried over. I've I I put that burden on myself. <laughs> I watched the first one and I was like, "This is bad." And then I saw the second one was rated R, and I was like, "Oh, hey, well, maybe surely it'll be it better. has to be better." It wasn't. It has it a pred alien. It has to be better. It, it was wasn't. worse. It was terrible. <laughs> How? Uh, um, that that if 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 I can talk for just a brief second, yeah. Alien versus Predator was like. The monkey Paul episode of The Simpsons, right. where it was like they came to me and they're like, "Chris, we're going to give you a uh, Alien <laughs> versus Predator movie." And I'm like, "Yes, but perfect! The combination of the two greatest ty- like this. I've wanted this since I was." And a there kid. was already so much great stuff that had been great written comic books and yeah. games. Oh, and wonderful all kinds games. of cool storylines. Yep. And they were like, "Nah, 
<laughs> nope. Yeah, we're going to do we're gonna, our own thing. We're going to focus on the human aspect. <laughs> no! We're going to bring in Lance Hendrickson. He's going to play Waylon Lieutenant. <laughs> what? No, why? It's going to take place in the present. No, why? Why? Oh, it was so hard. <laughs> it was like literally like you get your wish, and it's the shittiest version of all of it. And then in the second one, it's even worse because they're like, all right, all right, we know we got you bad with the first one. It was a little tame, and yep, it was a little yeah. bland, but it's going to be a hard, hard R this R, time. Hard Lots R. Lots of yep. violence, mm-hmm. and we're going to have the Pred Alien. Well, that sounds pretty good. Mm, yeah, sounds good. Also, we're going to have a teenage love story. We're going to focus on teenagers. <laughs> no! And it's, it's going to be set Dawson's- in the present again, 15 minutes after the first one. Okay, fuck you. <laughs> it's Dawson's Creek <laughs> meets Predator. It's so cool. Wow. All right, no. I, That's terrible. <sighs> so, ho- but, so but hopefully they draw mostly on those. What I'm a, what yeah, saying. hopefully they draw. You know, the, most of the mythology that they dip their toe in is the uh, wonderful Alien versus Predator franchise. No, Predators was solid. Like beyond right, solid, right. I did not see. I still haven't seen Predators it's good. because of what. Well, it's, right. the it's lies totally of, separate, and, and uh, like I said, it, it ignores anything that happens. Okay, and, good. and you're not even sure what time period it takes place in because the soldiers go to a predator-like hunting ground. Yeah, I, I, I kind of gathered um, that. So it could be in the future. You don't really know. Uh, but okay. It's good. Well, then, yeah, I could see. I could see a sequel, like in the in the universe. I, yeah, I like that. So the that only thing good. I'm disappointed of is that they're not continuing that story because the end of Predators kind of leaves it a little open ended. Huh. Yeah, you can kind of see. It although, going although, in that direction. although, like you said, it, it it's cool that they might just do an independent sure. story. Sure, it doesn't matter because Predators, you know, according to the mythology, they exist. They're ancient, right. or at least hundreds of year old yeah. contact with humans, and they, they so you can do anything just, you want. Yeah, they they yeah. go. All over the place. So. Yeah. I, 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 I would be totally down to see what Shane Black could bring to the Predator franchise. I'm fine with Honestly, that. Honestly, I've always thought at the end of Predator 2, when Danny Glover mm-hmm. goes into the throne room of the yeah. Predators, and he sees, and he all, of sees yeah. all the stuff, oh, yeah. and then he gets that old... Yeah. old From like, like 1695 old, like, or yeah. something like From, that. Like, yeah. The old like flip-flop. Like, how, cool, how cool would a Predator movie be set in like oh, yeah. the Old West or like... In London now, this now you got no, you, you you hit right home with the old west with me. That would Done. be so cool. Done. That would be so cool. I'm, and it's you a know viable what? You know part what? of the franchise. I'm, yeah, I'm 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 gonna write that fan script when I go home. Tonight. There you go. I'm write that fan <laughs> Do it, man. <laughs> I'm sure you won't be Predator, the first. But Predator, go ahead. The oldest. Considering I've already written the, two uh, Predator. <laughs> And stories in high school. Yeah, I'm gonna do a third. So go. the the cool thing is uh, that it, for writing it, he's working with Fred Decker, who co-wrote the Monster Squad. Oh, nice! If you remember that awesome '80s movie where a bunch of teenagers take on iconic monsters. Yes, yep. it's yep. a wonderful movie. Uh, friend of the show and host of uh, what is his podcast called? A- Anton, host of uh, In Focus Filmcast, uh, like sort of lambasted us for not knowing <laughs> what that was. What? Monster Squad. Whoa, do we bring it up and not? No, 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 no. Uh, in in a thread on. Oh, Facebook, oh, oh, oh. Uh, he was like, "You guys have never seen Monster Squad? Come on!" <laughs> like, uh. yeah, that is a great movie. Wait, did he did he lambast the the podcast? No, oh. uh, uh, in Mofos. When uh, we were talking. Uh, we were talking not, about this. Too. Not everyone on listening right now knows. What Don't that worry. Is, hey, just pretend I didn't say anything. <laughs> in the last ten seconds, you'll be better off. That's fine. This is very true. This you'll is, be much better is, off. That's gospel truth right there. <laughs> All right. So, so now uh, we'll move on to the the next part of the news, real quick, which is 
book adaptations. All right, sweet. <laughs> There's a little hope here. There's a little hope Great. here. Warner Brothers. I'm a little. I'm more okay with Warner them doing Brothers book has picked up a couple things. It's picked up the four book fantasy series uh, Monstrumology. No, I'm not okay with this. Never mind. Young, I'll take young it back. adult. Young adult fantasy series. <sighs> and then the, then series. <laughs> Good. Wonderful. He's, uh, they've also picked up I'll Give You the Sun, a book um, about two teenage twins and their tragic coming of age. No! <laughs> Which, not a fantasy film, but, you know, very much on the, the realm of uh, so, Faulkner stars and some other. So, so, so one series that we're all going to hate and then a, a movie how that many, Parker's going to go opening night. How many books? How many books are in the. Series? Four, four the, book the, one, series? The, the fantasy series is a four book series. Great. So that'll be They're 20 be, movies. I was going <laughs> to say, I can't, I can't wait for the six movies that will come out of it. Uh, and then the young the adult novel. It's just a one, once and done movie, so we only have to worry about one movie for yep, that part, one. Part, I'm, I'm assuming, Parker, you've already read it. You love <laughs> no, it. No, I, I haven't wonderful. read it. I'll give you the sum, but I might read it now that it's got picked up. <laughs> just so you can be that guy. <laughs> uh, the book was much better. <laughs> But I still cried. And I well, still cried. Hey, hey I, we didn't. We didn't. I didn't bring it up because I didn't think you guys would care. But the Fallen Stars was <laughs> was legitimately one of the best movie adaptations I've really? seen in a long time. It was really good. Where independent of the book, it was wonderful. Oh. And the and had you but read the book, but as a book reader, did you like it? Oh, I loved it. Because I've heard that some people had some. No, I to loved say. it. And if okay. anybody had things to say about it, they were probably like sixteen years old and were like had something in their head that they could not okay. put down. But for the, for the most part, every decision they made was a good cool. decision. Even though, you know, they did have to cut stuff. Obviously, they always have to. Well, but every decision time. they made was a good, was a good decision. So. Oh, well, it's good. not only time, but it's also like you can't really show somebody thinking in their head. Like, right. That's what right. always happens. Internal in monologue doesn't exactly right. go well in a film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can just have voiceover for well, 45 minutes. Says one of the complaints about the... Game of Thrones finale was that you didn't. There was a part of Tyrion's yeah. story yeah. that yep. was completely unincorporated. Yeah, and definitely. it's like, well, how do you do that? that? But he hasn't been thinking that the right. Whole time. Exactly, it was That's mentioned one time right. in season one. Right. So, so how you do you read do that book, and bring it up and be like, if you didn't somebody, read the book, you'd be like, wait, wait, what? That thing from seventy episodes ago? Like, you know, I barely remember season that. one. Why does he care so much? About, I didn't <laughs> yeah, think he cared right. that much about that. Exactly. It was like what? so. I understand that decision completely. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, that stuff has to. Happen. No, yeah, for sure. But it was a great. Uh, I I would not say my normal. Well, if you didn't read the book, I don't mm. know how much you like it. You should definitely see the Fault in Our Stars if you haven't already. Just bring a lot of Kleenex. Oh, yeah. it's a I want to cr- cry in front of people. <laughs> so I I, I've that. never cried during a film. I don't want to break that in public. Or are you serious? Like Period. Never. You've Period. never. You've gotten choked up. You, you just never cry. Your heart is. Black. You are ridiculous. I am, I, sto- your heart stone is stone cold. What have we watched on the on the stone podcast that cold. that I'd be surprised that he didn't? I guess we didn't. We never really watch anything that's sad. No. I'm gonna pick something then. All right. That's I'm gonna fine. pick something like ridiculous, dude. I stone like I am cold, Sam dude. or something. That's I, just so I cry sad. during like. Manly movies. Melissa, you cried Melissa, during, you cried during the end. Melissa weeps at every like, and at this point, I can I I can predict like I wh- did cry during the edge, the end of the edge. I totally cried the first time I saw it. I totally did. That's amazing. I'm trying to think what like, but also look at the move the movies I watch most. Like right, right. But I'm saying like that to say that though means that you've ne- like have you just never subjected yourself a movie that might make you cry I've, I've seen movies that have made me sad but like not okay. movies where i'm like 
Oh, I get it. Take a moment. Yeah, a little bit of little bit of speck and through rigorous. Did you ever watch training. Rudy? No. Okay, good. If you didn't cry at Rudy, I would have just the I, movies I, that everyone tells me. Just the movies you that everyone tells me, like Rudy. What? Like I love, I love. How the movie, did you not cry when I his didn't... dad's so proud and he's on the field? You're the worst. I choked up. Then you were a little cried. kid when you watched it. That's I was why. pretty young. Yeah, I was like that's 13 why. or 14. Every, you need like, to watch it now. Everyone tells adult. me I should watch um, Iron Giant. They're like, you'll ball in Iron Giant. Like, yeah, yeah, didn't didn't sure, for that either. Sure, I will. I don't, I don't cry. It's robots. Stuff. They're robots. They don't have feelings. Oh, <sighs> uh, not until I know, you watch that movie. I know movie. nothing about Iron Giant. I know nothing. I've never he seen it. He has feelings. So. Yeah, I know Superman. Whatever. So, okay. and then in, in, in a in a book adaptation. <laughs> so, moving on in a book yep. adaptation, I am excited about. Uh oh, here it comes Ready, young adult novel. <laughs> nope, Ready Player One um, oh. is getting a screen adaptation. If you have not read Ready Player One, you should definitely read it. If you are like us and you have grown up with video games and you have a um, appreciation of eighties. Uh, pop culture, Ooh. then you should read this book. Is it, it is, fictional or it is one hundred percent fictional? Okay. And it right is up my alley so far. It is. It was like it is like fan service for anyone who's into the eighties. <laughs> Basically, the concept is there's people in a obviously uh, dystopian future, as we always <laughs> said everything anymore. Nice, good, uh, but good. Uh, so grainy, we're, realistic, we're, dark. We're in a dystopian future where basically. Um, the the physical like you know world is kind of collapsed into crazy ruin because we have overpopulation and blah 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 but luckily everybody's still pretty happy because the internet has become like a ridiculous virtual reality world where you could just jack in and be super happy and live a whole completely different life second life takes over yes gotcha. exactly second life takes over so we have um this world created by this man this this second life virtual reality world is created by this one man who started this company that that, that made this virtual world that's now of course a bazillion dollar like world changing company sure and he dies and he has written into his will that he has hidden his uh basically his mantle somewhere in his game even though it started out as a game, like you know, like The Sims, right. it became like Second Life. This is a bad example because Second Life is terrible. But the idea yeah, being no, was, that it became joking. that it became a a world so that people exist in the world and do all sorts of stuff like business and education and whatever. But in an, in its essences, it's still a game. Right. And so he has hidden his his um, the keys to the company. Somewhere in this world, and it's all based off of '80s pop culture trivia. How old is it's book? ridiculous. How old but, is this book? Um, it's because that sounds just like 2011. That sounds just like that plot in Community. Yeah, it, this, is, this is after Community. Like, like yeah. this is before Community. Community was based off of this book. Okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. That makes that, sense. That then. episode of Community is 100 percent based on this book. Okay, right, gotcha. so it's that idea. And but the but the stuff's crazy. Like they find like this one world that's like a Dungeons and Dragons planet and like they have to like then they figure out like they they um the reason they find the, the one doorway is cuz they like look through every Dungeons and Dragons book ever and they find 
they find like a campaign that has a picture of like a hill with a door in the side of it or something. Right. And that's how they find it, like in a random campaign. Like that's it, great. it was like an unreleased campaign that the one guy found a download of. It's just like it is one hundred percent made for people that are like nerdy that, that are into sounds This sounds I'm put, yeah. I'm so, put this if in they my do a good queue. job with that, that should be awesome. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited the, for that. The the movie's just like the book's just super fun and I think it could be a very fun movie so we'll, we'll look for that um and then uh i don't know you can cut out some of this news because i guess there's one last thing i want to talk about which was star wars all right we got the it might get pushed back to 2016 Har- harrison ford yep harrison ford's injury is worse than we oh, thought no. i'm fine with that do it right and bro- he broke his leg not just right. sprained his ankle right out. broke so. it up right proper i heard about that no i agree completely push yeah. it back do it right do it right disney it's you're not like still gonna make your money disney it's not like we're gonna lose interest if yeah. it's a year right. later disney. we're not gonna lose disney. interest. The, the you're problem, still gonna make your money the problem is that, that pushes back this pushes all of the back the, the, the next thing we were going to talk about is the fact that um, the plan is once these three start coming out, that they're going to be doing a standalone movie every yeah. single year. Well, and that pushes back a schedule of yeah. a lot of things. That's, That's a true. lot of stuff. My so question is, is though, hard. if these are standalone movies in the Star Wars universe... You don't want them coming out anywhere near, though, Seven. No, Seven is almost not. like the most important. It's true. Then after that, you can do whatever you want. Even if yeah. it's not connected by story, it almost yeah. has to be first. I just right. feel like Seven like has to re ignite the 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 Star Wars universe and then you can do because yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of talk about this seven ha- like exactly seven has to prove to the this like all of us that right. Star Wars can be done right again right because the prequel movies left such a bad taste and a right. lot of people like so many people are still furious about right. that um except for children well, except for kids, are, and they're wrong, now become, and they're the worst. Who have now become, like, almost adults? I mean, when did the first one prequel come out? Well, I was, 2001? A, kid. I was a kid when the first one came out, or, I can't or a young teenager. I want to say 2001. No, was, yeah, like, but I'm saying... I'm saying 2000. Well, then I'm saying, which is fine, but then I'm talking about they're the so, same like, age as, Darth, as Anakin. I'm talking about, like, eight-year-olds. Oh, yeah. Kids who were no, eight then. Kids who were eight then are, what, eight? Plus, yeah, Star Wars Episode 1 was 1999. (laughs) I was actually thinking about this the other day. Star Wars Episode 1 is what? Star Wars 1999. Right, so that means they're, what, like 15 years older? Like, that's... Yeah, it's scary. To yeah, think about. horrifying. But uh, but yeah. So now now they're like twenty three. So like those people are what what will be, and they loved the prequels mm. because kids loved pod racing. Ugh, I was thinking the other day, and I actually oh, watched God. somebody actually cut it like this. If you would just have shown me before or after the fact, just the sequence with Darth Maul fighting Qui Gon Jinn right. and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Just that part of the movie, I would have been like, this is amazing. Right. Like, this clearly, clearly George Lucas knows exactly what he's doing. That was so <laughs> epic. The music is great. Right. Like, it's well choreographed. But it's... But, but it, it's such a small part right. of, like, so much other crap right. that happens throughout uh, those three movies. But, I don't, don't want to go into too much of, like, what is wrong yeah, with Phantom Menace. Because sure. there's better... There's already better podcasts. Yeah. Because... If ugh, you just we go just, watch Red Letter Media, they'll just... Like, yeah, there, there's, a, there, there's a two-hour webcast on Red Letter Media <laughs> that breaks it down 
breaks down each individual I, I've off, I often will complain about Red Letter Media, but they do hit a lot of nails in the head there. Yeah. Some oh, of it's absolutely. very, some Super of it's true. nitpicky, but a lot. But of that's their. They've even admitted, right. like they've come out and be like, "That's our, that's our thing. Right. We nitpick <laughs> the fuck out of stuff." Yeah, yeah, right. And that, if anything, needs deserves to be nitpicked. It's that. Oh, absolutely. But um, yeah. So we don't know. This is pushing back the things, and uh, I just want to do a quick look at. Who we have lined up yeah, for yeah. these first few? Do we, do we have some directors? Yeah, we have nice. some. So you know, we know um, uh, Ryan Johnson um, was was announced. Um, he forty uh, year old for the guy. Eight and nine, correct? This will be for eight and possibly nine, possibly though it's nine. still yet okay. to be determined. But this is a guy who directed Brick, The Bro- Brothers Bloom, and Looper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, nice, nice. And right. so, Along with some of the best episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like that, the best definitely. episodes of Breaking Bad. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, we definitely, uh, you know, he. I mean, he's been around for a while. I mean, Brick, that's a, that's an older movie. Yep. And, and he, still, he still, you know, got it because he just did Looper not too many years ago. So no. he's, he's good. And he, so he's seasoned enough that he's done enough movies. So that is a good choice for uh, definitely for um, – um, uh, for eight, the eight and maybe eight. nine, and then for the standalones, we have Gareth Edwards of uh, Monsters and Godzilla, the new nice. Godzilla that we just saw. Nice. Um, he will be doing a standalone movie uh, with a script written by Gary Whitta, uh, Book of Eli and After Earth. Ooh, Book of Eli, good After Book Earth. Book of Eli, yeah, well, they can't all, well, but. Also, but look still, look who directed this. Exactly. Yeah, that who directed been, this the script. The script might have been awesome. And, yeah. and he was probably handicapped the whole way by production on that. Because yeah. uh-huh, exactly. I know Will Smith wanted it a certain way. And, and like Shyamalan wanted it yeah. a certain way. Whereas Book of Eli, I forget the director's names. The same directors who did From Hell and uh, Dead Presidents. They're brothers, and I cannot remember their names. Let me look at it. But up. Like they're, they're accomplished then they're good directors. Right. And that's why Book of Eli is a good movie. Yeah. So That is directed by the Hughes brothers. Yes, the Hughes brothers. Yep. I can't, okay. And uh, last, we have a, a younger guy. So that we have a 39-year-old, a 40-year-old. So now we have a 29-year-old, Josh Trank Chronicle. Okay. Love. Yes. The found footage film about uh, kids gaining superpowers. superpowers. Yep. And he is... Um, out in 2015, he will have directed Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four okay. movie. So, uh, so yeah, Chronicle. I mean, alone, I think I'm it, excited because yeah. that's a great movie. And and Has, to ha- think about to think about like in the Star Wars universe to take a guy with that kind of style uh-huh. and do something with it. That's like exciting because it's like the the standalone thing takes it from this. You know, the episodes are like very much like. They have to, you know, they're a certain way. Even right. even with prequels that we don't like, all of them fall under a certain style and look and feel. Right. Like, to, you, you would need to sort of carry that along, even if it's not George Lucas, like, helming them. They still want to carry along right. the idea. You want the cheesy swipe cuts and you want or, all yeah, that Yeah, and stuff. maybe, like, some of that, like, toned down a bit, but you still want the, like... You still want it to keep the feel. Right, right. You the, still, the, the and you still want, and you still want, like... The way the story is told, like whereas right. with these, you could just focus on one person, uh-huh. you they know, don't have and to just be carry them grandiose. through. It doesn't have to be a million different stories that connect somehow. Have they revealed any anything. of the plots or no, anything? No, we like haven't that? heard. Anything I know one yet. that's heavily, heavily rumored, and I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. But uh, what's his name? Kazdan, who worked on the Empire, uh, wrote, wrote Empire Strikes Back. I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, 
I can never yeah, remember I'm his not, name. Not really. But uh, I think he's rumored to be writing a Boba Fett movie. Oh, oh, I'd be all right with that. Yeah. So, Lawrence Kasdan. Yes. Yes. I think okay. he is rumored to be penning. Okay. One of That's the first cool. ones. Yeah, we haven't. Standalone films. Which we haven't be a Boba heard. Fett movie. We haven't heard about what what they'll be about, but we do know that they will reach far beyond the core characters and storylines. That's the quote that um, has come out from uh, from Lucasfilms. So, so this... That it will reach beyond core characters and storylines. So we're talking about things that are not in any way necessarily connected right. to, the, to the episodes. This, right. this, this really gets me excited for a lot of different reasons from a production standpoint because when, when Disney bought LucasArts, I remember there was a lot of... Uh, speculation on whether this would be good or not for the right. series of what Disney would do, yep. and I think right now Disney is making nothing but stellar choices. Right. I mean, they're giving the uh, episode seven to J.J. Abrams, which, I mean, let's be honest, Star Trek was a Star <laughs> Wars movie, uh, <laughs> right? And a damn good one. So mm-hmm. like, and, and so imagine and, what he could do with the Star exactly, Wars movie. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So and 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 the rest of these movies are all pivoting on the success of Seven. Yes. So like, they, they give it to J.J. Abrams, who is he does not usually do bad work. No, he's um, amazing. And then they and then each director that I'm you're listing here is yeah. just fantastic. And then in get, their own in their own in way. their own way. Right. Exactly. Like but I wouldn't not, want I obviously wouldn't want Josh Trank to do. Any of the episodes, because right, it's just right. that doesn't make sense. But to do a like, standalone, maybe a coming of age Jedi story about like that'd you know, be, that'd be great. Like, like like three young kids like learning about their Jedi Go, powers, going like, through the like academy. chronicle basically, but with Jedi powers. Oh, that'd like, be great. Holy crap! And like having kids have like, oh, ma- maybe I'm evil, maybe I'm good. Like I don't know, and you know, that's that kind such of a, yeah, that's crazy. The, I think, and the, that's not something that has been uh, 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 dealt with within a Star Wars movie oh, before. Yeah, for That'd sure. be great. I think the coolest thing that we're dealing with now, in in, in these times, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I think the coolest thing is that we're now going to see Star Wars films made by people that are actually fans, fans of exactly. Star Wars. Right. Uh, exactly. We've never had that before. We've never no. had right. actual Star Wars films made by fans of Star Wars. Nope. Yep. Uh, nope. It was pretty much either people that were working on them at the time in the original mm-hmm. series. They didn't always know what they were dealing with, and they were forging their own path. Yep. And then you had you know older Lucas who... You can argue of what, how much of a fan of his work he even is. I, I would he argue always, he wasn't. He always seemed more interested in just doing his own thing yeah. and and not really paying tribute, which from a personal standpoint, like that's fine, but we we didn't want that. In, 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 in the book Easy Riders to Raging Bulls, uh, there's a big chunk cut out for Star Wars. And the whole time from interviews uh, of various people including george lucas he was convinced that he just wanted to make a kid's movie that paid homage to the old you know 50s serials that he that he grew up with but that it was it was just going to be he's like i'm shooting for the disney crowd i'm shooting for kids and this is just going to be one film and then after this, I want to go back to doing stuff like THX one one three eight. You know, he wanted to do his small Zoe trope, you know, personal films. Right. Um, and instead, it exploded. He didn't. Ex- he did not think it was going to explode at all. He was like, "This is going to fail." He's, he said, "I'm going to make my money back if I'm lucky." <laughs> 
and then it, right. and then it became what it was today. <laughs> and so I, I don't think he was a fan. I don't think he ever wanted it to be a universe that he created. He just wanted a, a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but you're right. Now we're going to get movies by by people who are fans right. and passionate about it. And, I've and been that's sort of shit. Nice. You know, it'll be interesting too because like a lot of these filmmakers probably owe a lot of their reasoning for getting into movies to Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I so it's like they're they're paying back this uh-huh. like lineage that they have. And that's, so oh, it'll be so really exciting. interesting and exciting, yeah. So. so, yeah. So that's what we have to look forward to. Uh, so, you know, hopefully it doesn't throw too many kinks into their plans pushing it back. But, you know, you Disney want it done right. Disney do the right thing. You want it done right. But you, oh, you want it, we all want it done right. We yeah. can wait. All right. Well, uh, moving on. It's uh, I do believe it's trailer time. Trailer time. Trailers. I just saw a whole bunch of trailers. <laughs> now the yeah. part with the song comes. That's right. That's the part there's a song. Now. There's a song. Here. Well, so. before we talk about her, no, we don't. We can just incorporate it yeah, into yeah, talking okay. about the trailer. So, all right. Uh, the first trailer we watched, the interview. Desperate to legitimate. <laughs> this is a funny. Snap. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is good. No, this is good. This is good. Desperate to legitimate, legitimize their careers. Celebrity <laughs> journalists land an interview with North Korean dictator Kim Jong Un, which prompts the CIA to recruit the very unqualified pair as would-be assassins. Now that that alone, <laughs> that alone makes it great. Yes. But then when I say the following names, James Franco. <laughs> And Seth Rogen seals it. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, this. All right. This. <laughs> this trailer's great. Everything about this I love. Um, I do like that you said we were watching and you said, like, I'm glad these guys aren't even trying to play characters anymore. Right. It, it's, it's almost like yeah. they're playing caricatures of themselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Now, this, this uh, trailer prompted a little bit I, I say a little bit actually quite a bit of news uh and controversy surrounding this film already uh matt do you have yeah you want to go oh uh, yeah you okay. Go ahead, Parker, so uh yeah so we have uh, a foreign ministry spokesman um quoted by uh the north korea's official news agency uh that they will unleash a merciless countermeasure <laughs> if Washington fails to ban this movie. <laughs> they go on to say that making and releasing a movie on a plot to hurt our top-level leadership is the most blatant act of terrorism and war and will absolutely not be tolerated. If the U.S. administration allows and defends the showing of the film, a merciless countermeasure will be taken. I guarantee Mercy. you, I guarantee you, the moment that came out, the publicist for the interview just went, yes! Swoosh! There is no way. This movie, this movie could be awful, yeah. and it's still going to be a commercial success just because of what North Korea did. And think about it. Think about that. That is the best. You can't buy publicity no, think about, like that. Think about oh, how many people would never be caught dead seeing a stoner comedy like this that are going to be like, I'm going to show the North Korea. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to support yeah. American freedom. Sport, and go right. to see this movie about these two guys. I don't really know what this their movie, names are. This movie. This movie's going to make bank. <laughs> oh my god. I, I uh, yeah that's and that is exactly the response I would expect from batshit crazy North Korea <laughs> who doesn't have enough money to feed 
98% of their population, yeah. but yeah. still tries to go to war now, in, one, in name. Now one, now, one, like, scary part is that the North is holding three U.S. nationals, Ooh. accusing them of various crimes. All right, that's not cool. Uh, and remain technically at war with key Washington ally South Korea. So, you know, <laughs> obviously, you know. Okay, that part sucks. <laughs> This if this if they if they decide to go that crazy, I mean they can do something that releasing a comedy movie is easily just squashable. Like I'm not gonna like be upset if they're like, okay, we're not releasing this movie because they they're, they're hold, they're they threaten to publicly execute these U.S. Right, nationals. Yeah. That's true. Like, that let's not true. release a comedy movie. Like let's. But, but the thing is, like if they would do that. That would enact an act of war from the right United there, States. No. Okay, uh, right. not, 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 sure. that, not that I want to get too political here, because I don't. I'm not a. Un, I I know very little about politics, but from what I've gathered, n- North Korea is absolutely fucking crazy. Right. Well, but well, they, they're not, their Kim, leash. Their Kim, leash is hell. Kim is crazy. Right, and right. Some yeah. of the leadership, like the, gov- the I'm people saying, are the government, just not the, right, okay, the, yeah. the the people are suffering under but, these psychopaths. But even yeah. so, well, yeah, but go ahead. they're they have a very short chain, which is held by China. Right, and I I kind of doubt that. No. China yeah, would ever China be like. Would never if, if, if they said, "Oh, we're going to publicly execute somebody over a movie," right. China's going to step in and go, "What the fuck <laughs> yeah. are you doing? No, <laughs> not you at all. only survive. Your meager existence is made possible <laughs> go, by. Go us. back to lying about how you landed someone on the sun. Go yeah. back to that. <laughs> all right, we'll allow. It's that. true because they've 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 come so close to doing things that would actually condone like someone to go to war with them, but they never yeah, do. It's true. Yeah. However. How crazy would it be? How ridiculous! Not we're, that I ever want to see anyone. We're ever telling go to our war. grandchildren war about how we started a war over a Seth Rogen. How and James fucking Franco insane <laughs> would it be if you were reading a history book fifty years from now and you come across the the, the 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 Second Korean War? Yeah, and it all started includes <laughs> James Franco how, and Seth Rogen. How pissed off would James? What would they be if they're like? God, this is what we're going to be known for. Now. Yeah, their whole careers, their whole careers are like just a blank page in history. But they're known as the two guys who released a, a comedy that started a war. Oh, uh, still, I I cannot wait for this film. No, it looks I'm hilarious. Excited. It looks great. Uh, the the interview comes out um, October tenth. Oh, uh, maybe Hopefully. world events pending. Yeah, world events pending. <laughs> I think oh. what we have on our side is that uh, Kim Jong Un is like a huge America f- like fan. He is yes. like yeah, so he'll probably with see it and he'll be like, "That's actually funny." Yeah, he'll be like, "Oh, because I love if you guys remember, there was a very similar, not to this scale, right. obviously, but there was another uh, big problem with Kim Jong um, Il." Yeah. His with. father with Team America World Police. Right, right. And that actually went when it was also because they, they got all pissed off about it. Again, of not to this level. But then when it came out, Kim Jong il was like, oh, okay, it was whatever. He, <laughs> he was like we, like dementia old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was probably like, <laughs> probably just I didn't, didn't care. care. So the next, yeah. next trailer we watched Dracula Untold. Oh, we're doing that one. Whoops! Oh, come on. We talked about this. I thought we were doing. No, we're not. No, but no, no. But I have news. Well, that's not. No. All right. We got to pad out the second episode. All right. You're right. You're right. All right. Dracula Untold, the origin story of the man who becomes Dracula. Wow, that's it. (laughs) 
Wow, that is it. <laughs> All right, and look at that. boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> All right. This movie stars Luke Evans. I should have looked this up before. Man, Luke, thing. Luke Evans is a sinister-looking guy. Yeah, he hell yeah, he's he perfect is. for. for uh, and it also involves. It, it also uh, stars Tywin Lannister. Oh, that's yes. right, Charles Dance. Nope, Charles Dance. Wait, where is he? Is he? I didn't see. He's him like in the here, vampire guy. Yeah, but uh, is oh, he oh, where's he? I no, I, I don't need to see him on IMDb. I saw him. <laughs> uh, he also uh, also stars the uh, uh, art. Art Garfunkel? No, Art. Are you sure that's him? <laughs> Are you sure Art that's him? He's not listed in the Parkinson? cast anywhere. Who, Charles Unless Dan? he's really? uncredited. That's, that was definitely Charles I Dan. thought so as well, but it, I don't see him. Um, but it also stars uh, Art Parkinson, who uh, plays the youngest Stark in Game of Thrones. Right. So They're everywhere. Yep, they're all... They're, they're invading. They're, yeah. Game of Thrones characters are all our, over the place. In our main movie and if that too. was not Charles Dance, I'm shocked. Wait, it really looked like him. It, re- it, it sounded really sounded like him. like him. According to according to this thing, oh yeah, the trailer itself shows the film's tone bends much as Luke Evans seeking an ancient vampire in a mountain cave. Charles Dance. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah that's true. weird that he's not. Maybe he's just uncredited for maybe some is dumb reason. Could be, could be. But anyway. So, I had heard about this movie through quite possibly the nerdiest way possible. You guys. S- 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 oh, get, get oh ready, I know. Get I know ready, what Parker. this is from. Get ready to make fun of me. I know what this is so from. So, on Facebook, I'm a member <laughs> of a Castlevania fan group. <laughs> it's not that nerdy. <laughs> with multiple thousands of <laughs> members. I think we're up to like 4,000 no, members. No, that, that in and of itself isn't nerdy, but but what's nerdy is that one day uh, somebody took a picture of their Castlevania collection to which Chris got offended and took a picture yep. of his own Castlevania collection, which was much bigger. I threw my edict <laughs> down that day. Now, by by Castlevania collection, I'm talking about his, his penis. <laughs> That's what he called it. That was... That's your penis? That's not so big. I got a bigger one. <laughs> that was that was a oh that was a bold day because the one guy's like, hey, check out my Castlevania collection. It's only everyone's showing off their games. I'm like, that, these guys your, only. Is that your pickup line? Hey, baby, you want to see my Castlevania, Castlevania collection? collection? <laughs> I it spans multi platforms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, you know because they were showing off all their all, all, you know all four or five of their games. I'm like, four or five. <laughs> baby, get get your camera. I'm on a mission. <laughs> And to I which, just dropped. To which it. Melissa was like, "Just continue to sew and watch." That's nice. And That's watch nice, Star honey. Trek. On That's nice, honey. Great. <laughs> but anyway, um, and they brought this movie up, um, and so I was like, "Oh, because the, the 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 group." And anytime something Dracula related <laughs> shows up, the group is like, "When are we getting our Castlevania movie?" I'm like, "We're never getting our Castlevania." Chris, movie. the voice of reason in the in the Castlevania group. Uh, guys, come on, let's be serious. There, th- there's been a. Um, I don't want to. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> good, good decision. Good decision. Please to tell stop us right about there. tell us about the politics <laughs> of the Castlevania. <laughs> tell us about the inner workings <laughs> no, of bureaucracy. No, no, no. That's not, that's not where I was going to go. That's not where I was going to go. There's been there's been rumored a Castlevania movie for years right. and. Uh, last oh, I checked, stupid. Like, rumored in groups like this. No, 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 no. At one There's... point, at one point, um, Jonathan. You know how bad it would be. Oh no, it would be terrible. Ever you? But it so li- like, there's so little to differentiate it from just like random this. Dracula right. movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. No, but at one point they had a script. Jonathan Frakes was attached to direct. Like, and I'm like, this is going to be awful. It's going to be terrible. 
Uh, and they canned it, thank God. Um, but this movie, this movie looks very interesting. Now, it has been a long time since I've read Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, and I, I can't remember, goes... does it go... I, I think, I all, think I, it very briefly talks about Vlad it, Tepes. All, all, all I remember about the the book's slight origin is that like he goes off to war with the Turks... Is rumor uh, the, he defeats them, but the Turks send word back to his family that he died. His wife throws herself from the tower, and then when he comes back, he finds his wife dead. So he curses God and becomes Dracula. I, if I remember right. right, that's as close as it gets. Where this movie looks way better yeah. <laughs> than that. Damn. Well, it looks um, more, more fleshed out. Looks way more fleshed out, and then just the. The battle scenes where like these the huge armies are coming to defeat him, and he's controlling all these swarms of bats to like oh, just wow. just looks wreck awesome. shop on everybody. Yeah, this looks is, so this badass. This is definitely a Dracula. Now movie. I will I, I will uh, throw some caution here. Uh, uh-huh. The director has done one thing before. Hey, that's not a bit. It's not always a bad thing. Always a bad thing. What was that Can one be thing? A bad thing. Uh, the draft. It's a short. Oh, okay. So okay. That, that okay. it's not even one thing. That okay, it's that, less than one. That thing. That makes it. That makes me a little, little nervous. But it's and way better than what you. If you would have said like he directed one thing and it was terrible. It yeah. was the worst right. thing ever. Yeah, at least it was a white chick starring. Right. I'm, but I mean, way. you know, it, you know, like I feel like you know the some of these casts. It's not too like ridiculous that they would they, they would sign on to something dumb i don't know this you is know true. I mean? this uh, true charles dance they're 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 still young enough in their careers to do stupid things to get attention yeah um i also get the vibe with the trailer like there's some really cool stuff but there's some other stuff where i'm just like this seems like it's going to be one of those modern horror-esque films. Hey, that trailer ridiculous. was super stylized, though. It was so, like, very I don't stylized. know that that was necessarily the way Now, that it being was. said, this is a story I've often wanted to see in right. film. The only, uh, the only thing, me- piece of media, where I've seen this fleshed out is in the anime Helsing, which is really good. Chris, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd like it, even if you're not. I've seen there, so. I've seen episodes. The OVA because the first one's not that great. Uh, it's been years. The OVAs are like miniature know. movies. No, no, um, I, 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 well, I can't remember. It's but been long it's good, time. and it does flesh out this this backstory a bit, and uh, I like how it was done in this. So this will have to impress me to yeah. to do well, better. We'll have to wait to see. It comes out October 17th, 2014. Time for All Hallows Eve. That's right. <laughs> so. All right. Well, moving on to our feature presentation. We saw How to Train Your Dragon 2. Or, or as we like to call it, How, <laughs> how to <laughs> Train, train Your, your Dragon. dragon. <laughs> Telling you, it's going to be episode title. <laughs> <laughs> when Hiccup and Toothless discover an ice cave that is home to hundreds of wild dragons and the mysterious dragon rider, the two friends find themselves at the center of a battle to protect the peace. All right. This movie's... How the fuck do you pronounce that guy's last name? Bar... Baruchel. Baruchel. Okay. Jay Baruchel. Kate Blanchett, Gerard Butler, Craig, Craig Ferguson. Really? Yeah. He was in the first one. He's the same he's, guy. What's his name? Yeah. 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 Gobber. Uh, Jonah Hill. Kristen Wiig. 
Christopher yep. Mintz. Kristen Wiig's like the, the girl that everybody loves. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She's great in this. Uh, Even though she's so like, oh John uh, Snow, yeah, yes, Kit Harrington, Kit Harrington. he yep. was awesome, the dreamy John Snow. <laughs> that's right, that's right. And he plays a character who the who that that Kristen Wiig's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, obsessed with constantly doing like close up of his of biceps. His biceps. That I love that, love that. So, what did you guys think of How to Train Your Dragon Two? I loved it. Yeah, I yes. love the first one, and. My synopsis review is that the first half of this didn't liked a lot, but didn't think it was nearly as good as the first one. And then when we got into the second half, I was like, "Yep, this is." This I is felt as good I kind of felt the same way. Was as it, good as the first one. The, the first half is cool. It's, it's fun. It's, it's it's good. It's good, but it it kind of drags a little a little bit. Not and there's just not a lot. And at of, this point, I'm nitpicking yeah. uh, a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna open the gate with some nitpicking. Sure. Of just like. Uh, it it, 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 it it did drag ever so slightly because it does have to reset some of the rules right uh for for the world um but then once that is done yes then it just gets really really good um I mean the movie basically transitions into what we were talking about when we talked about the trailer which is just fun times with hiccup and toothless which as cool as it is does not make for a super compelling movie. No. Right. Uh, no. the second half basically becomes as close as you're going to get to like a fantasy war film uh-huh. like a kids movie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is This awesome. movie this movie okay for, first off just for me personally, once again, this is like I should start my own podcast of like Chris goes to the movies. Um, Uh-oh. This movie, no, the, well, it's a kids movie, so like nobody was doing anything remarkably inappropriate, like I'm used to. Right. Um, I walked into this movie late, later than normal. I only came in like ten minutes. Early. Oh wow! Early instead of oh, forty-five. Man, shoot, you were only um, catching the last few of the. Yep. Uh, yep. PowerPoint address. And it became very, very uncomfortable very quickly because I realized I am the only one here without a child. <laughs> so it But to your detriment, to your bad decision making, yep. you saw it on a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Which is Terrible like prime idea. time Terrible for idea. people to take their kids to the movies. Um, and all it did would make me, again, want to open up my own adult theater. Not a porn. No, you got to understand. Right. Not a porn theater. An adult theater that shows movies like this, but you still have to be over eighteen to get in because I'm sick and tired of young kids talking. I would all say the over like time. twenty, right? Or no, you know what? Maybe my, even twenty. Whatever age I am and older, because I end up hating everyone <laughs> younger like, than me. You still anyway. get annoying ass college yeah. kids yeah. Yeah. at movies too. The whole time I'm watching this movie, there's and, but, and the, I, but kids like I feel like have that unique they have that unique stance where they are they can talk during a kids movie and you can't get mad at them like the parent can and be like she gotta be quiet yeah but like you as the other person can't be like what are you doing right exactly at least with like idiot college kids you can be like giving them a dirty look i can get (laughs) you can't give a little kid there was a little kid (laughs) right behind me who's every every five minutes dad 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 what's that dad it Oh, that's Hiccup, Dad. <laughs> Dad, what, what's going on? Dad. Asking questions Dad, and then clarifying that? obvious information. Oh, is Dad, is that Toothless? Oh, it's Toothless. <laughs> I'm like, ah! 
God, I wanted to get mad, but then I'm like, he's, he's, he's kid, obviously right. like five years right. old. I mean, like how? And his dad was doing what he could without being right. a, 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 like the kind of dad that I'd like turn around and be like, what are you doing? He's five years old. Like, what did you expect? And so, so then I had to tell myself. He's five years old. What do you expect? Right. Like, yeah. Like, if he would have been yelling at him, you would have been telling the story about how mean this dad yeah. was. No. Instead, his dad was just like, his dad was like, yeah, shh, gotta be quiet. You can't, we're, we're in a movie now. You can't talk. And he's like, okay, okay. We'll put but that. who's that? And I'm like, okay, that? but so who is that? Part of me, though? part of me wanted to turn around and say something, and then, and then I instantly felt horrible because I'm like, he's a little kid. What do you expect? <laughs> so, like, I, I did, I did get to sit through that, and then I also got a bunch of dirty looks from parents who were just like, "Why is this guy by himself at this movie?" <laughs> well, those parents are like super out of it then, because how do you not know that this is like a Everybody, everybody loves this wants movie. to see. Right. <laughs> Except my dad, apparently, because he asked me, oh, what movie are you going to see? Uh, how, to tra- how to Train Your Dragon 2. Oh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't much care for the first one. Oh, well, that's <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> uh, so, but yes, so uh, the, the pacing in the beginning, a, a, not, not poorly uh, done, just a little slow. Right. Part of me was after a little while of like, okay, get moving along just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the animation is spectacular. Yeah, uh, it's it it DreamWorks at this point is reaching. Um, and I might have said this before, but like they're reaching almost Pixar level quality, of yeah. quality well, of animation. And the and the Pixar like quality is like asterisk because it's more like Pixar style. is is has a style and then their stories are usually like on another plane. Oh, exactly. So like exactly. so like the animation itself is 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 like usually like cutting edge. But like I feel like Dreamworks animation is sometimes at the same cutting edge point, but the story in their movie will suck yeah. and then you don't want to see the movie. Right. You know, but like the animation was awesome, but you don't care. Because the movie is a dumb movie, yeah, it's a dumb you know. Movie. Like I like, um, uh, what is that? I was gonna say DreamWorks Wait, has done. I, I would thing. say DreamWorks has done more good than bad. DreamWorks yeah. Okay. Animation. So Rise of the Guardians, which is a DreamWorks movie, is, uh-huh. and it is an amazing movie. Like that animation, and this is that is 2012. That animation, and that is, animation is like incredible. Yeah, like Rise of the Guardians is like one of the best. Like it's definitely looking film. It's yeah. definitely better looking than than every Pixar movie before it. Like it's amazing looking, and so, but the the story was awesome. That's why I watched the whole thing. Right, but like right. you look at another Pixar movie, I'm not, a DreamWorks movie that that I don't care about, like Epic or something, and then I'm like, eh, whatever. Epic was. Uh... Epic was not Dream. Or okay. that, that was or Pixar. Like, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't no, Pixar. No, either. Wasn't? I think it was Fox. No, that you're thinking of Brave. I'm thinking of Brave. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Brave. No, like one of those like. But Epic was not DreamWorks. Sorry. Okay, one one Dream- of those like other ones that came out before it. But and it's just like, Dream yeah. DreamWorks animation. I didn't care about it at all yeah. until um, Despicable Me. Right. Where it was like the first time where I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, this okay. is that's where they really. They've been over the past, I would say, three four years. They've been more than solid, right? Yeah. Oh, when I was thinking at, of when um, you look at what they've done. Honestly, this, I mean, this is so so different from than when I said epic. But I was thinking of like the Crudes. Oh, okay. Crudes, yeah, which is supposedly still a good movie. Not that great. Yeah. Oh, you saw it? Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Great. Well, never mind. I I saw half of it, and then I was like, "This is." Well, yeah, I'm done with this. But like the animation in Cruise was probably good, but I didn't care. Yeah, right. Because exactly. it was like, ah, it but I mean that 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 is an excellent point. Where like Pixar, like you said, Pixar does 
fantastic animation, but almost all of their stories are brilliantly done. Right. Except and, for cars, too. Except for cars, too. And they're <laughs> stories that aren't necessarily... Like, they're stories that children can handle, but they're right. not... I yeah. mean, like, no kid... Like, no. we saw... When we, when we saw Up... <laughs> right. No kid got the first ten minutes of Up. No. Whereas me, like, I mean, my wife was bawling, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, like, like, even like, like, Brave, like, no kid understands what's going on. Right. Like, it's just like all these, you know, like, <laughs> you're it's crazy. It's so much. It, yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> such a mature story about like a mother and a daughter. Right. right. Like that, you're not going to grasp the concepts no. till uh, until you're at least like I fourteen. Feel like, yeah, and I feel like even when you're fourteen, you don't grasp the concept so much as like go. Oh wow, that's what my mom's going through. Right. Yeah. It's like not till you're an, a mother or like a, a, the adult. age where you can appreciate your mom at least, where you go, "Wow, that's a complex relationship." Yeah. <laughs> now, now to to reference what we were talking about before, I think the closest I came to actually tearing up in a film was the beginning of Up. That was the closest. Well, I that's came. yeah. Well, that's, that's understandable. That's brutal. <laughs> that's a brutally um, like for being in a children's film, nonetheless, yep. is brutally emotional. Yep. Yeah. Um. um the only thing I bad I have to say about How to Train Dragon 2, and it's not really a bad thing because I don't know why you would see this movie otherwise, but it, this movie, I don't think, like, and, and I don't know, like, I, this, it just made me, it just made me, I was talking about it with Michael, um, star of Exit the Critic, <laughs> and I just don't know, like, it made me think about this more than any other sequel, like, thinking about it as a standalone thing like how often do do you ever see a sequel and how like can you ever judge it on how much it relies on seeing the first one right you know because like certain sequels like definitely would require the first one just in terms of like backstory but like some of them like it's just like you will you will really be lost if you didn't watch the prequel, and like I feel like this is one of those ones because the prequel's so much about a prequel. The, the first one's yeah. so much about them becoming friends and like the losing the tail and losing the foot and right. All it stuff. is a big part like, of their relationship. Like, no, I think that, if like, you don't you, see How to Train Your Dragon, right. the first one, I think you would be. But really I don't lost. know that, that. Obviously, I'm not like I'm. I'm definitely not bringing this up like because I'm like, oh, this is a negative. Like I, it just this is the first time I I honestly ever popped into my head yeah, and so i, I just really i just thought way. about it and, and then i was trying to think of like all the sequels in my life that i've seen and and you know how you know how i feel about them in terms of like like i wonder which ones you need to and which ones you don't because you know like i'm looking at like you know like something like back well, to the future it's tough because like, how many sequels do you see without seeing right the first very part. True. but like very you know true. like you look at like older ones you know like back to the future or like indiana jones and like I don't Those think are you need more standalone. You, you definitely yeah. don't need to see. Them. No, I mean I watched I watched, I watched the Indiana Temple of De- Doom before I watched. Yeah, I watched Raiders. them way out of order. Yeah. But it's really it's less a comment commentary on I don't know quality or anything like that, and just right. like do you do you have a story that is conducive of standalone chapters, right. or do you have something that lends itself to a continuing? narrative yeah. right right which like with how to train your dragon they just they could have maybe made this more of a standalone story probably right uh but they chose not to right um, yeah. they chose to i mean make take stuff much... like like empire 
Right. I mean, like you almost need the first Star Wars, right? Because without it, without it, you'd be like, who the hell are right. any of these? Oh, people? absolutely, that yeah. is definitely so. one like that, and like, and obviously in that case, Empire is is like even better than the first one. Right, absolutely. So Empire is the stronger film. Even though you need the first one, Empire is the better film. Yeah, but you still need to see But you still yeah, need to see one. the first one. Right. Yeah, like definitely. Um, so it, it just made me think about it. Like obviously that's an it's not a negative point, thing, but it was one of those things where I was like, that's weird that I've never thought about it. But when you look at like Aliens versus Alien, it's not required. But no, it, but it's it does it's, help. It's good, but yeah. it's not like even remotely required. You no, can be watching right. in fact, I think like, I saw Whoa! Aliens again, that, yeah. before I saw Alien. Right. And, like, that's, I think that's a lot of people. That's not only standalone a bit in its story. I mean, you you need some backstory with Ripley to understand everything with her. Right, but the tone of it's very different. Very different. Right. right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm so, like like Toy Story two. Like obviously, you don't you know know the backstory of like you know uh, you know what's his name, Buzz and Buzz and Woody and Woody. Yeah. But but you do you don't really necessarily need to like because it's such a different story. Right. You know, eh, right. it just made me think about it. I just was like, that's hmm. a very yeah. interesting. Whereas point. this really is very much very much a continuation. Yeah. yeah. Like it uh, like that it's, relies heavily on the first one to see. Yeah. So um, moral of the story. If you want to see this movie, see the go first ahead and watch How to Train Your Dragon first. Yeah. And if you haven't seen How to Train Your Dragon... Then you're dumb. Why, <laughs> ha- why <laughs> haven't you? It's time. so damn good. First of all, it's why? It's time. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything I didn't necessarily... like that, that really bothered me about this film. And I think the film is too charming and too much fun <laughs> for me. Like, anything that did bother me was instantly just slid off my brain. Oh, I thought because... you were saying the negative was that it was too charming. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it was a little too charming little for too, me. It was a little too charming. <laughs> I wanted it to be a little darker. No, this actually does get dark. <laughs> I was going to say, this... For a kid's that film, whole, it that gets whole a little dark. The whole Drago thing, like, that this, dude was scary. This, oh, film, yeah. this film balances out all of its fun cuteness and charm with, much like the end of the first one, yep, which yep. it's been years now, so right, I'll just right. say it. The end of the first one, the main character loses a right. limb. Yeah. Yep. How many kids' movies have done that? Well, yeah. that, that was my first reaction when I'm like, well, you can't do that. This movie does something to me that is equally as shocking in a child's movie. I'd say it's more which, so. Prob- yeah, probably more, more so. so. Which is, spoilers, skip the next whatever, 15 seconds. Taking a main character who is like the cute, selling all the cute toys and having them kill another main character. Yeah. That to me is a ridiculous thing, a good thing right. because I I appreciated it as a movie watcher and someone right. who appreciates good like story dynamics. Right. But it's still like thinking about it from like the perspective of, of a kid. It's just not something there, you okay, see in a child's this, movie. No, this and 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 this is the kind of children's entertainment that I appreciate because a lot of times, and I don't set out to watch a lot of these films, but a lot of times you get children's movies that. You can just tell by the trailer, this is garbage. Right, um, right. And then you get something like this where it's like, yeah, it's going to be fun, it's going to be interesting, but then there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're probably going to have to talk to your kid about mm-hmm. on the way out. Yeah. There are there are at least two scenes, maybe three scenes in this movie, where even that annoying kid behind me was shutting up, and right. all I hear, all I hear is sobbing. <laughs> I heard I heard an entire uh there was one part in particular where all I hear is a bunch of kids like stifling their crying. And I'm like, yeah. "Wow." Yeah. That's wow. Yep. 
And then, of course, the movie does the, the, the correct choice, which is, all right, we've had three minutes of, or, or uh, maybe five minutes of very heavy subject matter. Now let's ramp up the adventure fun, you know, the, like, it, it instantly just ramps it right back and up. And throw into... in a Godzilla atomic fire moment. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. That I pretty much had the exact same reaction, <laughs> and I watched I watched this movie with uh, fan of the show Tony Skiles, and we immediately like turned to each other, just like yeah! it happened again. <laughs> we got two of these in the same month. <laughs> this is amazing. That's great. Um, I I really couldn't think of anything that I really hated about this movie, or that I could nitpick about it. Like I said, I mean there were some minor flaws, but the movie was just too charming for me to be like i can't stay pissed at it all right <laughs> Where i'm like oh well that i could have lived without that but then it makes it up with like 20 full minutes of me going like yeah this is great this is wonderful and the the the, the final sequence well not the final sequence but like but like the the climax of this yes. movie is so just like i'm i'm i'm, yeah. I'm sitting in my seat and i'm like you cannot you <laughs> cannot yell like you can't sit in here like reminding myself do not cheer. Do not cheer. You don't have a kid with you. You'll look fucking weird doing it. Don't cheer. But I wanted to so bad. The, one of the coolest things about this film is that in the first film, Hiccup was this kid right. who yep. was completely unsure of himself. Everything he did was like an accident. Yep. Almost. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And in this movie, he's much more sure of himself. And that first moment, which is one of my favorite parts of the first half of the movie, when you see that he built himself a freaking flaming sword, yep, flame sword. Like he's basically I'm just this, like, like this kid is badass. Yeah, I like, I, I, like not only is a flaming like, sword, but it also does other cool like Batman gadgety stuff. Yeah, to yeah. Control he's dragons. basically a Viking version of Batman. <laughs> yeah, Literally, he, he just invents all this crap. Like, yeah, um, and I, and I I love the fact that like you're right in in, in the first movie he is that like the, the character arc and this is wonderful. Yeah, we're like in the first movie everything's by accident. He has no confidence. We're now he's like. No, I'm a cocky kid who right. like, he's still a like he's a teenager, but he's right. like he's really cocky and he's still and he's not, so sure he's, of himself. But he's not sure of himself in like whether he can be a leader. No, no, but he's definitely like I'm going to do this. Yeah, and then he gets to he's the, more get of to, an adventurer. Yeah, like, and he gets loner. to that point. And he's like, uh, can I really do that? Well, here we go. I'm going to try. This this movie also makes interesting commentary, and I know we're running low on time here, but it's all right. It makes interesting commentary on like. He tries to be the guy to get everyone to get along. Right. And his his viewpoint at the beginning of the film is everyone at heart can be like changed for good. Right. Yeah. And right. everyone can come along and it like if you just approach people in the right way, they right. will always listen. Typical and the movie, liberal and the propaganda movie, the mo- trying yeah, to like, train our children. I'm sorry. But the movie <laughs> I can't the movie ends straight. up actually kind of saying that's true in many cases for but people who are willing to listen. <laughs> but there are also people that are legitimately bad right. and just want <laughs> to just do bad things care. and don't give a shit about what you have some to say. Men, it doesn't some matter. men want just to, want watch to watch the world, the world burn. burn. <laughs> Very good, Chris. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so that, uh, that again, it's like, how do you, you have a kid's film that's saying that? Yeah, that's like I said, interesting. But again, that, that, that is an example of great children's entertainment yeah. where there is so much. There's this is the kind of stuff that like. There's truth in it. Which is what makes it good. 10, right. 15 years from now, these kids that were like five, six years old 
are going to be nostalgic for this right because it's so deep right um where like no kid is ever going to be nostalgic for like the penguins of madagascar which i had to see a trailer for in the beginning <laughs> but of this that one. trailer was pretty funny it was i, I, I did when he's giggle. eating those I did, I, I, really I, I, I did giggle i did giggle <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. But, but but I can't I, imagine go it's going to be movie. good. Right, right, right. So, but that that scene in the trailer made me laugh. All yeah. right. Well, let's. Uh, that that's yeah. That that was. He's like so funny. professional about it too. He's like, bring me the Cheetos. <laughs> I love how every scene that it went back. I'm, I'm not even talking about this movie. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, well, let's uh, let's slap a rating here on how to train uh, how to train your dragon too. I'm gonna give it um, one alpha. Out Ooh, of, nice. Well, that doesn't make sense because that's a fifty percent rating. I'll give it one awesome. It doesn't matter sword. what it is, as long as the ratings like. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one cool. flaming sword out of one flaming sword. I'm gonna give it one out of one leg. Nice, <laughs> nice. I'm going to give it. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. You know, mm, I'm just gonna do one out of one tail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Nice. All right. Well, that about wraps it up here for us on Enter the Critic. As always, want to remind everybody to go to our Facebook page, like us there, uh, get involved. I guess. I mean, I don't get know. Involved. I don't. I don't know what else to get say. Involved. Get involved, kids. You want Do your it. voice heard? <laughs> <laughs> don't just sit back. Be a part. Hey, hey, get on there. Post something. I'll see it on my phone and go. Oh, I got to remember to post that when I get to a well, computer, and then forget. It. What if you could be in one? I'm on a Facebook page. Why why not just just listen to a podcast when you could post on a Facebook wall? Yeah. Yeah, you know what's crazy, guys? You could just be a part of this (laughs) podcast simply by posting because we'll mention you. Like, we do that all the time. Maybe. If I remember. Should we start doing that? Should we pedal for the lowest common denominator? <laughs> like, and this week, uh, that's, that's exactly what Ninjas vs. Podcasts do. They're like, anyone who did anything, like, on their Twitter or anything, like, right. oh, this week, this person And they have did way this. more listeners than we do. <laughs> Which yeah. means it probably is working. It probably, yeah, probably. <laughs> Quick, Matt, start a. T- <laughs> all right, all right, start, hold on here. Start a Twitter uh, account. All right, uh, let's see. Melissa Lobach, she liked uh, our post. Well, okay, the, all right. First off, no, no, no. Okay, there's a really, really sad story behind that. Like, so I posted the episode. Uh, I went to work. I came home, and I'm like sitting in bed, and I, I pull up my my phone. And I'm like, man, nobody. No, nobody I said, man. Nope, nobody liked this episode posting. <laughs> Two seconds later, Melissa likes this. And I look over at her, and she's got a smile. Like, I don't need your fucking bitch. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she did it. She did it. And like, it's okay. No, it's to, okay. Like, but but this, but this really like shows the right, world she how did she did it to piss you off. She obviously. just did it to piss me <laughs> off. It wasn't pity. It wasn't to be nice. It was just like, eh, this will get under his skin. I'll give him a pity like. <laughs> Thanks, sweetie. <laughs> so, don't let my wife win. <laughs> like our posts. <laughs> don't let my wife win by appreciating me. <laughs> we can't have that. By mock appreciating <laughs> me. Yep, that's right. Your genuine appreciation can knock her mock appreciation back to the Stone Age that's where it belongs. Right. Yeah, that's come on, right. guys. Come on, guys. All right, uh, next episode... Uh, 
is again our Netflix episode, so we always suggest you watch. We were going to watch Dear Mr. Watterson. But, but it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's, <laughs> awful. it's awful. We awful. wouldn't want you to awful. try to watch it before we talked about it. Nope. So we're not going to do that to you. Uh, so this uh, next week's episode is The, inven- the, the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Which, spoilers, is good. You should watch it. Baron Munchausen. And you should totally you should watch, watch it. watch it before you listen to the episode. Yep, absolutely. So, all right. Well, uh, until next week, I'm Chris Klump. So, you're talking about nostalgia. Oh, all right, okay. Um, <laughs> guess we're not done. <laughs> well, I'm going to say my name after this. But do you remember Rescuers Down Under? Yes, I do. Of course. Do you remember that the bad guy in that was voiced by George C. Scott? What? No. I watched that again, like, a couple weeks ago. Is it on And Netflix? I was like, this gives, yes, this gives me such a great, because I still remember all the lines. Right. But I didn't, you, didn't you know, when I was younger, I didn't voice. know who that was. Right, right. So now I'm hearing all these lines that I remember, but I'm picturing <laughs> George C. Scott doing them. He's like, ah, come on, now you got to get down there, and we're going to get that eagle. I got a golden feather for you. We're just going to swoop down in there, and we're going to poach some animals. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the best. <laughs> so if you love George C. Scott, and you saw Rescue was down under as a kid go watch it i we guarantee you will wow. love it just for that reason we, we, we might have to put that on the list of uh possible netflix review yeah. movies to do uh <laughs> and i'm matt schaefer <laughs> <laughs> speaking of nostalgia um hey parker do, do, do you have a long diatribe that you would like to bring out before you end this episode <laughs> Possibly about your childhood. What's our, what's our running time right now? We we, we, we're could, an, we could use we're an hour thirty minutes. Oh, oh well, that's fine. not bad. That's not. Bad. I can Short. I can knock that down to an Jump hour fifteen change. easy. Jump and change. I'm Parker Lindstrom. <laughs> 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 we'll see you next time.